वेलकम बैक टू टी विथ सी टी वी आफ्टर सिक्स मंथ्स सिंस वी लास्ट ड्रैंक टी हियर सो या बीन अ वाइल एंड अपॉलॉजीज फ्रॉम मी एंड आवर टू अदर होस्ट एज वेल टू ऑल ऑफ यू हाथ जोड़ के माफी मांगते हैं बिकॉज लास्ट टाइम वेन वी जेनुनली सॉरी गाइज लास्ट टाइम वेन वी डिड लैम्पार्ड मैनेजर था कॉन्ग्रेचुलेशन फॉर द बेटी बाय द वे फ्रेंक सर एंड तभी भी अच्छा अच्छा टाइम चल रहा था क्लब का अभी कुछ ज्यादा ही अच्छा टाइम चल रहा है ओनली थिंग इज फ्रैंक लैम्पार्ड इज नॉट द मैनेजर वी हैव थॉमस टूकल हियर विद अस एंड बोथ आर टीम्स चेलसी मैंस एंड चेलसी वुमेन्स हैव रीच्ड आर फाइनल एंड सिंस द वुमेन हैव रीच्ड द फाइनल फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम इन द हिस्ट्री वी ओनली स्टार्ट प्लेइंग चैंपियंस लीग फाइव इयर्स अगो बाय द वे द वुमेन एंड वुमेन एंड इट्स बीन सम प्रोग्रेस टू रीच द फाइनल वी हैव कॉल्ड स्पेशल गेस्ट विद अस she goes by the name of radha lapt gupta also uh, she has her own youtube channel called she talks ball her instagram page she talks ball she is a huge advocate for women sport here so it's uh, great to have you on uh, radha thanks for having me on i'm happy to be here and talk more about the chelsea women and we uh, obviously have our uh, two regulars uh, kartik apna bhai and ruturaj desai so uh, yeah hello hello guys so yeah so uh, moving on uh firstly like the leicester final comes tomorrow i just re- uh, saw the press conference of tukal uh it's he says that everybody is ready for the game tomorrow like no one is uh, out for injuries and and the main thing is that kepa is starting in goal so uh what are your thoughts karthik on this like he he has he has started each uh, each round of this competition so uh, do you think that uh, the uh, decision of uh, tukal of making uh, kepa stand in goal was right uh definitely matlab he deserves his chances because man after mendy's arrival he has i, I don't know he, he started only the fa cup games and like 2 3 4 games in the pl so i think he deserves his chance and i don't think whenever he's played he's done bad because matlab jab bhi wo khela he's done pretty well after mendy's arrival of course and yeah he deserves his chance man in the, in such an important game final us pe bharosa karke if tukul is giving him the chance then i guess it it's right you know So yeah, I, I guess it's good. Yeah, yeah and our main main man, our uh, Mateo Kovacic, is also back in training. So I hope to see him in bench on the bench tomorrow, please. Uh, yeah, and how? What do you think? Like how Tuchel has made Kovacic so instrumental uh, in 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 this Chelsea squad? Like he he has been the player of the year the, for the past season. uh how, how much is he important for, for this team how uh, how tuchel is making these players play uh yeah rather i would like uh, to hear an answer from you yeah so um interestingly enough i've just gone into watching chelsea men i think i'm one of the few with the tag of having watched women's football before watch watching men's football I think um, as as a kid I always played football but I never really was interested in watching football I don't know why um but then sort of when I found out that like 
people who look like me or just girls and women play world cups play champions league i completely got invested in watching it so i've got a bunch of friends who i'm teaching them about the chelsea women and they're teaching me about chelsea men but yeah from from my understanding look it i think the managerial shift is always hard and uh, the way that uh, thomas tuchel has come in and obviously set up chelsea for a good business end of the tournament it's been quite special to see i've watched maybe the last 5 6 game that the men have played Of course, the Arsenal one was a bit frustrating to watch, but I think uh, you know, good signs. It's a good time to be a blue when it comes to the men or women. And uh, yeah, I'm, I do not know too much about the men yet, but I'm I'm just um, happy to like learn and watch them and understand more about. So everything you guys are even saying right now is actually uh, very interesting because uh, I'm learning something new. Yeah, like John Terry once said, the men, women, and children of this football club are amazing and. Uh... You're prone at this season. <laughs> Both. So, what's more surprising to you, Radha? Is it the women reaching the Champions League final or the men reaching the Champions League final? For me, it is really surprising to see the men. Not nobody expected us. Let's be honest. I always thought our women's team, at least this season, with all the signings, we were like good. But yeah, what what yeah. surprised you more? I think uh, the surprise was both of them making it together. I think what a special treat for all the Chelsea fans. um obviously i think with the women haven't followed them for about 4 5 3 4 years maybe now um coming into the season the kind of momentum we have had in the past few years we've had a target on our back because we're back to back to back wsl champions now um i think i expected us to make it to the final i think the, the chelsea women themselves expected had those kind of expectations on their shoulders from players within the squad from the management from emma hayes so i think anything lesser than a final would have been a disappointment for the women so i'm very glad to see that they've fought it out versus the toughest of competitions and made it to the final obviously the, the last hurdle is the biggest i think um, yeah but the surprise that i have is a pleasant surprise that you know this the this first four months of 2021 is something that all chelsea fans will remember just for the incredible run that we've had and um, we've had a lot of good things to say not too many bad things but Yeah, look, um, it, it's just a good surprise, and I'm hoping that you know we end with two teams in the Champions League and two teams that have won the Champions League. That will be really special. So that means you weren't scared when we drew Wolfsburg, a very, very familiar opponent to us uh, <laughs> historically. So you weren't uh, scared at all. No, I wasn't scared, and I'll tell you why. Because historically. Wolfsburg have been dominant because their trump card has been the one and the only Pernilla Harder and Emma Hayes recognized that and she stole Pernilla Harder from Wolfsburg to Chelsea so since we were holding the trump card i said you know surely we've got this in the bag i mean there was only one thing to figure out was how to contain her because any team that she's in that team revolves around her we've seen that with Chelsea this season as well her role here is not a goal scorer or like an out and out striker it's to set up the likes of Fran Kirby and Sam Kerr, the ones who've been, you know, dominating the all the stats. So I think we had that Wolfsburg trump card in our hand. We obviously two legs were still very difficult, but I wouldn't say I was fearsome or completely threatened when I when we drew Wolfsburg. I felt more confident this time. Yeah, it was some. Yeah. It, was some it was some feeling for Emma Hayes as well. Though all that going through all that <laughs> achievement, I think she 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 said it, she said it herself that achievement after uh, beating Wolfsburg. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and uh, coming back uh, to the men here because uh, it's been 7 uh, years since we last uh, went through the round of 16 hurdle it's been 9 uh, years since we last reached the final 2012 obviously a lot of parallels between 2012 and now yeah. uh, <laughs> i mean oh, don't go- get me started with the theories man <laughs> <laughs> 
if we go there then yeah obviously so yeah kartik and rituraj kartik what uh, how has this run felt for you because i guess for you this is the first time you know we have seen as, as a run in the champions league how has it been uh feeling that defeating atletico going past porto defeating real madrid that i still can't believe it's been just been a week and you still can't get over that yeah uh, yeah tell us it, it, it's it's just been amazing man i i mean after 2012 i'm seeing this for the first time the, the same passion the same way we play we've been so ruthless defending has been amazing and it, it just feels amazing because like 7 years ke baad we have reached this stage now at the like semi finals i mean we reached semi finals after 7 years so that was just so good and and we literally got real madrid one of the best europe one of the best actually the best european team in the champions league at least and i really but yeah i obviously thought that we could actually beat them if there is one team in those four teams that was us who could have beaten them and we did that and i i feel it's just amazing to reach the final and it's just one last step and we have to beat man city and then here we go well champions and we have done that twice now two plus and that twice he's beaten pep twice so i really i'm confident that we can beat man city once more uh, yeah so yeah, it's just amazing feeling to have reached the final one yeah one uh, last hurdle left you know and champions of europe we've done it before yeah, exactly uh, so uh, we are going back to ruturaj uh, i mean i do remember his first game as a chelsea fan was the 2012 final how does it feel yeah. to come back to that very game a champions league final after 9 years of supporting the club i mean bahut emotional hua rahega i'm sure last week yeah. yeah so it was really emotional for me like the first game i watched it along with my cousins i didn't understand anything but the emotion that flowed through when we won in 2012 was all together something different and again this thing uh, this final has arrived uh, and it arrived in a very good position for us so i it brings me uh, it you know uh, my cousins used to tell me like these are the those jose mourinho times that we grind those games out like you saw the porto game you saw the madrid game like we have grind uh, grinded out the results uh, like uh, juru scored the one nil bicycle like those were some amazing goals chilwell going around the keeper again so th- those those times are back i guess and if those you know those theories the so called theories uh, are true hope we win this final again and yeah shouldn't shouldn't be a problem doing it the second time yeah man and uh, uh you know once again been mai mai kya batao abhi mai to bahut roya hu <laughs> madrid's blue by the way madrid's blue uh, yeah. we we can all agree to that uh, so yeah we all indeed can yeah madrid is dono madrid ko hara diya aur kya bol sakta exactly matlab one team defeating both the teams from both madrid is like wow just a dream you know tibo once said like uh, you see the sky, you know uh, in stamford bridge you see the blue sky up in the sky and uh, and in the madrid you see the uh, huge wall of humans so i i think tibo didn't look up cuz the madrid was blue all over the place <laughs> so but to, i remember the quote two years ago he said that so i want to remind him once again like yeah the sky is all over blue yeah i must notivo cortua it was the next level boy the fans outside stamford bridge as well and from stamps from the fans outside stamford bridge there were fans outside kings meadow uh, this sunday right rather 
Yeah, there were there were unfortunately no fans were allowed inside, but the Chelsea women supporter group and uh, whoever else could make it was definitely there outside, and it was very nice to see that when the team you know collected their medals before the entire ceremony, they walked over to the the end of the stadium, they walked up the stairs and kind of you know clapped for the the fans outside because I mean even Emma Hayes in her interview was saying like this one is for the fans. We've missed them desperately, and they're a big part of this. I think. I mean, Chelsea, I think we can agree. You, you mentioned that, you know, the men, the women and the children make up this club. I think the fans are a big part of that as well. And um, the players really value the contribution that the fans bring, obviously in terms of home advantage, but in terms of support. And if you see a lot of support, then you, you know, that drives investment. If there's demand for Chelsea, then there'll be Chelsea women's games streamed on TV, right? So I think that the fans play a big role and it was very nice to see the players appreciate them, although, you know, they weren't allowed inside. But yeah, that was a really special moment. Yeah, and talking about the WSL, uh, we've been uh, relentless is the word this season because, you know, you only play 22 games in this league and to win this league, like we've we've faced cut-to-cut competition from Man City and uh, we've literally 22 messages, we've won 18. You know, there are times when the men out of 38, we win 18, like Sari season, for example, like state and here we have like 22 massive we are winning 18 relentless like literally winning every game three draws and only the one defeat uh and mm. entire season so yeah what have you made of the entire the season as a whole uh because the wsl season is now obviously over and we are the champions uh so yeah <laughs> review <laughs> Yeah, great season. I think I'd like to start off with the end of the previous season where the the WSL was cut short and Chelsea were awarded the title on points per game. And that left a bit of a bitter taste in a lot of the fans' mouths. And obviously that immediately put a target on Chelsea's back, right? You didn't really earn the victory, but you now have the trophy. And I think that target on our back really drove us. It drove us to win it right this time or earn the trophy this time. Even Fran Kirby at the end of, um, I mean, in her post-match said that, you know, we, we wanted to do it properly this time. And we did that. And I think... I just got goosebumps thinking about that. But that really is what the resilience that this team has. That's why we call mentality monsters. I think our season review has been one of dominance, but not dominance that just comes to us easy. It's been every step of the way. We have earned every reward. We have earned every goal, every shutout, every minute. We have been challenged and we have overcome that challenge. I think our biggest margin win was 9-0 versus Bristol City. Bristol City are now relegated. So we can assume that they weren't a very strong competition. but what I'd like to highlight here was that we had nine different goal scorers that day. Can you imagine a game wow. with 9-0 where we had exactly nine different goal scorers? It shows us that we're not heavily reliant on one person or two people. We had a, a couple of our forwards scored, then they were subbed off. Our new forwards came on and they scored as well. So I think the, the fact that we can rotate players, the fact that we have depth and quality depth is the reason why we are still in the running for a quadruple or in the running for all the tournaments we're taking part in. That's credit to the system, the management, how they sign players, how they manage players, their minutes, their injuries, their health. Uh, we had a season-ending injury for one of our one of our star players. Very, very, we're heavily dependent on her, Marin Mialde. She's our fullback. As soon as she was injured, we had um, a little bit of a worry, like what's going to happen here. But Emma Hayes, you know, had a plan. She's been training people to take and you know replace people if required, when required. So I think the fact that this WSL season we have earned our trophy. 
it's just been uh, one of the best seasons that uh, Chelsea women have ever played. And for anyone listening here, you have to have to tune into our next season where we go for three in a row in the WSL. We've got a really, really strong squad. Obviously, a lot of competition, but that's what thrives us. Like, you know, that's what we thrive on. The pressure is why we do so well. And yeah, it's been it's been a great season so far. Yeah, so Radha, I would like to ask you one question. Mm. Uh, it's about our coach, that's Emma. What do you yeah. think her contribution has been from the start? Yeah, Emma Hayes is uh, probably our trump card, you know. Um, I would not even put it on any player. I think Emma Hayes, from the start, thinking about the start, she joined, what, nine, ten years ago. So she's been in it for the long run. She's not. This has not been used as a stepping stone, as a platform to go into uh, some other club or some higher paying job or whatever it is. She said that I want to make this team the greatest in the world. It took her five years for Chelsea to get into the Champions League. She made that happen. It took another five years for them to make it to the Champions League final. She's made that happen. I think her contribution is not just her football mind or her football IQ, which is very high. It is also her player-to-player relationship or human-to-human relationship and how she fosters an environment within Chelsea where players want to sign extension contracts. Players want to stay at the club for three more years, contribute, obviously, their skills, talent to the club, to their teammates around them because they feel at home here. They feel as if it's a family. They've got, obviously, Emma Hayes has made sure that the highest standards are met all the facilities, resources, healthcare, medical, everything is up to the standards of these pro athletes, right? No no player really wants to go anywhere else because of the kind of team Chelsea is. So I think Emma Hayes, firstly, incredible person. If you if you watch her press, press conferences, you'll see that she isn't just one of those robots who sits there and says the same thing, you know, very standard diplomatic answers. She's very genuine. She speaks her mind. She's very honest, truthful. And I think that's such an important characteristic in a leader, in a manager. The players really respect her. And often we forget that a lot, a big decision of the players staying within that club, at least for the women, is because of the leadership. Because uh, transfer fees are not so big in women and, you know, money is not like something that's sought after as first priority. It's something where the environment is conducive to play, where investment is high in the players. So I think Emma Hayes has just set that benchmark. You know, she was offered the job at AFC Wimbledon or whatever. She said, you know, why would I leave a team where I'm... Cl- coaching world-class players, where I'm coaching a team in a Champions League final, like there's no way I'm leaving here. So I think uh, just her contribution and dedication to Chelsea has, obviously the results are very visible and evident to us. Emma Hayes uh, always has a plan, you know, I tattoo it on my forehead. She is just one of the greatest assets to Chelsea right now. Yeah, right. Wow, that was really so, awesome. Yeah. I really didn't know didn't didn't know a lot about uh, her. So she she is very elite uh, in terms of mentality. Uh, also, uh, this is our I guess fourth title in five years. Like I'm, I don't know if I'm right uh, or the WSL title. And uh, you know uh, he the way she has transformed the forward line like uh, the players like Kirby Kerr and Penelope Harder like. Those, those, the triangle of the forward line, like they press, they are, they are the real workhorses of the team actually. So yeah, that's what I, you know, just, I, you know, just before coming on to this podcast, I just, you know, saw the videos highlights, like they have been very instrumental this season. What are, what are your views on this? Yeah. Our top three is one that is, you know, I think every opponent fears, like if I was a Manchester city fan, I would be afraid of coming up against Fran, Sam, and Pernil Harder. And mind you, to everyone listening, this is the first season that any of them are playing with each other, right? None of them in any exactly, sort of yeah. combination have ever played with each other. 
Sam Kerr was signed, I think, November of 2019. And right around that time, Fran Kirby actually had almost a career-ending illness. She had pericarditis and for eight months, she was just out. She did, could not get out of bed. She could not climb stairs. She, she said that she felt like she had played 120 minutes of football every day. It was that kind of taxing um, experience that she had. So Sam Kerr sort of, you know, uh, played a little bit of the season alone. I mean, without Fran. And then obviously we had COVID, everything stopped and everything resumed in August, September, whenever that was. And these two have like a fresh pairing, right? Um, backed by Pernilla Harder, who is um, not the out-and-out striker, but the one who helps create chances. And this this trio, I mean, this is the holy trifecta of Chelsea women. Honestly, um, many times the forward line always takes the limelight because they've scored goals, because they're on score sheets and they're the ones doing interviews and all. These three are probably the most selfless forwards I've ever seen. And you see that with the number of assists they have. Like Fran Kirby has 16 goals. She has 11 assists. There's no other player that has double figures in both, right? Even Sam Kerr, who has 21 goals, has seven assists. So you see how Fran Kirby has the ability to set up people. And I think that that is the quality that we we like in a striker. Someone who is not... Who, who is ruthless, as we've seen Fran is, but someone who has the ability to have that vision to set up their partner or, you know, have the chemistry, the telepathy to k- kind of match the runs that Sam Kerr is making. So I think this trio is also going to be key for when we go into this final on Sunday. I think they've peaked at the right time. And I do see Panilla Harder, especially, who has, in my opinion, been brought into Chelsea only for European success. We have won English competitions without her. She's the only one in our squad who has been in a Champions League final before. Not once, but twice. And she's lost both times. So she's got that, you know, extra motivation within her to make it three times lucky. And I think she's going to carry the Chelsea team come Sunday. Yeah, and about that uh, Champions League final, we face a Barcelona team who have mm-hmm. a 100% record in their league. <laughs> I mean, in our Chelsea group, in our Chelsea group, in our league, it's a joke. Like, uh, literally, uh. each and every game they won, even in the Champions League, you know. Uh, so, and still, yeah. fitting PSG, Feminine, who are, like, mm. a very good team. You know, Liga is for, you know, we on Liga, Feminine is not a farmer's league, men, like, yeah, exactly. they're three-time champion, Leon, hai, so, yeah. farmer can't say farmer. So, uh, you know, defeating PSG Feminine is, uh, you know, some feat. And now to be in the final, uh, some fans obviously looking at that table itself, they get scared 100%. So, yeah, what are your thoughts yeah. on that final, on the, our opponents, Barcelona? Uh, how do you think yeah, Barcelona's table, yeah, it's exceptional. You know, they've played 26, they've won 26, they've scored 128 goals and they've conceded just five and they are 16 points ahead of second place but they've played three games less than second place so they have ultimate like the, the entire dominance Joby they've like completely stamped their authority I think the fact is that you know I was wondering if they're just you know cruising through their domestic league and we are fighting it out, probably we have a better shot at winning because we have now played competitive games every three days for the last four months. Surely we have a better understanding of high-pressure situations, of um, you know when we are put under pressure, what do we do? How do we, on the field, make tactical changes in the spur of the moment? 
how our leader Magdalena Eriksson, how our goalkeeper, how our experienced players react to situations, and how our youngsters take away something from those experienced players. And I'm thinking that you know, surely that's a little bit of an advantage that we have. But at the, you know, on the flip side of the coin, Barcelona have made their way to this Champions League final, which means they have beaten the best of the best in all different from all different countries from all different leagues to make it to this final. Right? They beat Manchester City uh, over two legs. Manchester City has given us a hard time. They've obviously, um, I think the fact is that their dominance in the Spanish league has spurred them on and the worry that, oh, they're just, you know, dominating in a league which doesn't have such strong teams. I think that has been sort of smashed because they have really dominated well when it comes to playing PSG and PSG beat Lyon. So you can just see that the competition in this European competition is sort of rising and Barcelona have made it to the final. I don't think that um, Barcelona are... You know, I think I personally think Barcelona are favorites, and I'll tell you why. Because uh, they have made it to a Champions League final before, and when they made it to a final before, they lost four-one to Lyon, and they were from I think Ada Hegerberg, who's a Lyon forward, had a first-half hat trick or a thirty-minute hat trick, and Barcelona were never really in that game. The occasion got to them; they were struggling to figure out how to make changes when they were getting pressed on, and I think that is the experience that they have this time. So it's going to be interesting to see how Chelsea handled the occasion because we've never been there. Now, the advantage for us is we have Emma Hayes, which in my words, like in Emma, we trust. Everything she does is golden. And But the, the pressure that cannot really be replicated, I think to whatever extent we could replicate it, was having high-pressure situations within the WSL, within the Conti Cup. Our Conti Cup semifinal was versus Man City. It was We were losing 2-1 until the 90th minute where we got an equalizer and then we scored two more in extra time. So we won that 4-2 and we went, right? So I think the fact is that both teams come into this very evenly matched. One team, and I think it's so fitting, right? The Champions League final, the champions of England playing the champions of Spain to battle it out for European glory. I don't think it gets better than this. Honestly, I feel Chelsea are a bit of the underdogs, but it's going to be a 50-50 matchup come Sunday. Yeah, if we are the underdogs, then uh, that's good for us because you know that's always yeah. been our identity in Europe for Absolutely. so many years. That's how Chelsea have thrived in Europe, you know. So it's always uh, better to go in as underdogs. And about going in as underdogs, there is another final we are going to go in as underdogs. I mean, we've been underdogs in the semis as well, maybe in the round of 16 as well, which has been this season's Champions League. Rutraj, uh, you Preview de do for the huge, for I guess the biggest game in your life as a Chelsea fan, right? On the 20th. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, we went through all the big clubs uh, in the Champions League run of fixtures. Like, yeah, uh, you, they need to know that underdogs can bite hard. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, before the Man, Man City game, like uh, we we saw we saw the last two games that have occurred. Uh, we have we have witnessed like Tuchel has got the better of uh, Pep. Now it it shouldn't be a problem doing it for the third time because uh, the, he will set up like Pep hasn't you know started his whole full first team that he did against PSG. So his strikerless system uh, is very is very th- is very much thriving pretty much thriving right now uh, rather than playing Aguero or Jesus uh, up front. So I guess like the influence influential players like KDB, uh, Ford and and Mahrez starting up front. Like it will be a it will be a very tight game uh, as we can expect as it is an all English finals. Uh, we saw it against uh, in Liverpool and Spurs also. So yeah, uh, and also Gundogan. Like though though they have an amazing squad depth, uh, Pep knows what he has to do. And 
like like uh, likewise tushal know what team uh, tushal knows what he, what team he's going to play so yeah in our team too we can have like everybody is fit now uh, god uh, god forbid anything happens to the champions league fans but uh, yeah uh, as the game goes like uh, we have a we have an amazing dynamic pivot uh, those you know georgino kante kovacic kante the dynamism they share between them it is easier for tuchel system like he 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 himself has said like he needs such kind of number 6 in his team so yeah and it is uh, as we have seen like uh, in uh, we generally dominate the mids uh, against man city every time uh, every time we look at the game uh, we ha- we have you know very fast running forward at their defense uh, beating beating ruben diaz and john stones who have kept you know uh, innumerable clean sheets this season is very difficult and you know timo werner can you know we have you have he has that potential to do the same so yeah it will be a very difficult game i but i i think we'll still win this one i have that confidence in the team yeah man it's chelsea after all and even tactically like we have got better more turn of pace i think i believe is the is exactly way. on the counter the way we hit on counter yeah and 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 go and and golo kante ng yeah. <laughs> he he is going to be really important for that game so kartik wohi ng ka role aap bata do uh, in the knockout I, against atletico I, and against especially against real madrid uh, how have you assessed ng's performance oh my god i, I mean uske bare mein bolne ke liye ab bacha kya hai he is just an amazing player i i mean 90 minutes he just he covers almost the ground five to six times than any other player on the pitch but he is just amazing i mean wow it's just some some like this is a dream to have angolo in your team and against madrid and against real madrid atletico madrid and real madrid i mean he was just amazing okay and especially against real madrid he got the better of casemiro modric and tony cruz all in the same game and that two twice so that's one of the best midfields in world football so he's just amazing and i really really hope that you know he is there for the city final god forbid something happens it's just not going to be good for us and having him in the squad is like having two extra players because he is so energetic he he has so stamina like hell and i i feel he's one of the most important players for chelsea in this in the final and i would like to say that the nerves will kick in and he is one of the most influential players that should be there in the team because you know also in back of pep's mind to be there that tukul has beaten him twice and whatever team he picks tukul might get the better of him but i feel it will be an interesting game to watch and especially we'll have to watch ng in the game because again you know i i, I feel he didn't play against man city in the league did he i, I don't remember i don't yeah, think he did he played 60 minutes uh, yeah right and and, and that was like you know we didn't even see half of what ng can do in that game and you know so yeah he's an important aspect to our team and our system so yeah he's just an important player for us He's all over the pitch, isn't he? Yeah. Definitely, man. He's just... Ru- wow. Rumor has it he's sitting beside me. <laughs> <laughs> he's all. He's everywhere. Everywhere on the planet. <laughs> That's what Angolo. I are. We makes up two two men in midfield. Honestly, we is going to be so important. That game. Mein, 
but uh, ha huh, i i personally did not like didn't love it but the promo video was nice so it swung me for a bit um i'll see how it looks on the players on saturday and sunday and then take a final call but ha huh, first impression to was like yaar kya what what is this it it's like straying away a bit from uh, chelsea's like natural kids but yeah as for the sleepless nights i think everyone would always have them i feel like the barcelona fans are also definitely having sleepless nights it what it's what comes with the final but uh, i feel i feel confident you know i feel confident i feel cautious but confident and i think that um it's just going to come down to which team you know takes the occasion well um and which team can really put out a performance that they you know they want to remember for years to come yeah because right so yeah this is rather i would like to ask you from a men's squad if you would like to have one player for this final against barcelona who would it be ah uh, you you've been talking about him right ng i think um, <laughs> the few matches that i've watched uh, i've just been uh, really really impressed with uh, kante i think that again he said that it, it takes almost two play- he sort of makes does the work for two players and it probably takes two players to sort of shut him down and silence him a bit and i think in this final barcelona are very very heavy on their midfield probably one thing where they lack is defending um and again that's why chelsea i, I you know i strongly think that they're going to uh, look to score on set pieces they're going to look to draw fouls or look to you know um have some a lot of corners come to their name so that they can actually take them in but this midfield is very very threatening so i think if we had a, a kante in there to just sweep up everything pick up the loose balls um of course i think that our midfield right now melanie loypol sophie ingle have that quality but if i had to pick one from the men's side the tough one i think uh, our midfield uh, could really use that engine that kante is right definitely that's a good question i've never really been asked that that's interesting <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously Barcelona have played in the 2019 Champions League final and you know they exactly like you said they yeah. have the experience that they have played the final. So do you think that there will be pressure extra pressure on Chelsea because they are playing it for the first time and like you said Barcelona have already done it and they know how it's to be in the final. So do you think that'll make any difference for this coming this Sunday? Yeah there surely will be extra pressure but i also see pressure being on barcelona for having those expectations right it's similar to chelsea winning the the wsl last year and then having expectations to defend their title so i think going into this barcelona would have more of the pressure on them from uh, from fans from neutral fans as well chelsea would have the the natural pressure or the expectation to win but the occasion and how they handle the occasion if barcelona mess that up for a second time they're going to be really disappointed in themselves as well i think 
one of their star wingers, Lika Martins is her name. I was watching one of her interviews a couple of days ago saying that, you know, we are prepared for Sunday. Like, and she, she clearly said that we just did not know what was happening last time we were in a final. Like before we could even put our plan into motion, we were 3-0 down and we were like, you know, what's happening here? So they have, they believe that they can take the occasion, you know, and uh, really ride on it. And I think that will be important to see how Chelsea hold on to that as well. Uh, right. so we, are we generally line up with a 4-2-3-1 as we have seen with the women's team? How, how, how do you think would you know Barca line up against us? Yeah, I think Barcelona have gone for a 4-3-3 generally. Um, they, they just have a very good set of players that fit that bracket. And um, their midfield and their forward line very well, uh, you know, line up in those two lines and their wingers are running up and down, which has provided to be a, a big threat. And in fact, Chelsea's fullbacks have, are probably our second choice fullbacks will be playing uh, due to the injury to Marin Melder. So I think they're going to really use, look to capitalize on those wings. I think Barcelona will start off with a 4-3-3. Um, and, you know, honestly, in the Champions League this year, we have struggled in our first leg games compared to our second leg game. So we in our quarterfinal, the first leg, we ground out a win, but it was not pretty. And our second leg of the quarterfinal, we were a comfortable 3-0 win. So same with the semifinal. We lost the first leg and we came back and won the second leg. So the fact is that this does not have two legs means that Emma needs to do something new. She does not have one match to sort of figure out the flaws and then work on it. And Chelsea and Barcelona, believe it or not, have never really played a competitive match versus each other ever. So what an occasion it is to have this first um, clash of the Titans in the Champions League final. I think it's going to be something new that Emma Hayes has to bring out. Either she says that, okay, you guys sit back, let's watch how they play for 30 minutes and then play our natural game. Or she can say, we're going to play a natural game with a little bit of a twist. They won't see this coming. You know, here's what we're going to do. So literally this final, you having watched Chelsea for one season versus me having watched Chelsea for three, four seasons, your guess is as good as mine as to what the lineups are going to be, what the formation and strategies are going to be because we don't have any head-to-head records. We don't have any idea of how these teams line up against each other. Uh, one friendly match they had, I don't know, a lot of years ago, ended one all. And obviously, squads have changed, managers have changed, whole strategies have changed since then. But yeah, your guess is as good as mine. It's just going to be a thriller that I know for sure. Yeah, and hopefully... Uh, we win and uh, take home both uh, the European Cups because especially in the women it is really important for us to win because you know the only other English team to have the (laughs) Champions League is uh, 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 I know this Arsenal (laughs) we're the only team in London with the European Cup so we need to get a European Cup no, Bilkul and these Arsenal fans now, 2007 they won the quadruple. But they're like, oh, we have won the quadruple, you haven't. And they have one of their players, Vivian Mirama. She's a Dutch striker and she wins the golden boot like for the last two years in the WSL, she's been winning it. So they have been clinging on to two things. One is oh, Amara quadruple from 15 years ago, and the second thing is oh, our golden boot. So Sam Kerr has taken the golden boot from Mirama this season. So I'm hoping that Chelsea take that quadruple. Um, from Arsenal as well this season that'll be a really good uh, silencing factor for them yeah so- sounds like so Arsenal Arsenal ka halat the men's team and the women's team is like almost same you know like last 15-16 years I think men's team also like the last one is like birth the Invincibles is the last yeah. cup, I think, champion in Premier League. 2004. Exactly. <laughs> Women and men following the same footsteps, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I think the women have won the WSL uh, three, four years ago. But after that, I mean, the the quality of players they have and the the, the amount of underperformance that's happening, it's honestly like disappointing to see. Even just, I, I'm a rival fan, but just to see the women's game grow, I'm wondering like what's happening there. Their, uh, you know, the managers left this season and players are yet to sign extensions. So there's a lot of like uncertainty right now there. But yeah, look, I think Chelsea are just full speed ahead. Very, very solid. You know, we are not, cons- we're not like afraid that our manager will leave or that our players won't sign extensions. I think we're in a very comfortable space right now. And uh, we really need to sort of use this momentum that we have going into Sunday. Yeah, with that, uh, we'll uh, conclude this amazing talk we've had uh, after a long time. <laughs> uh, actually, I, I would like to ask Rana one more question. Last. Oh, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, so Rana, Thomas Tuchel or Emma Hayes? Emma Hayes, come on. 10 years versus a couple of months. You have to, I have yeah, to go yeah, yeah, But the couple again. of months has been just amazing, right? I, I, mean, I know. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But again, like, you ask me, ask me this after ten years of Thomas Tuchel, and then we can probably. Uh, I think it's unfair to compare ten years versus a couple of months, really. So, but I, I mean, I haven't watched enough of Thomas Tuchel, so I have to go with Emma Hayes just because we're on the brink of history. She is just the coolest person. I mean, you guys go back, go back and watch her press conferences. She's just too funny, and um, yeah, I think that uh, even after the our Bayern semi final when we won it in the press conference, she was showing the media people her heart her heart rate on her Apple watch or whatever. And she was just saying like, this is the moment we scored and her heart rate had just gone up through the roof on that phone, uh, on the graph on her phone. But I think, look, both are exceptional leaders. That's the reason why Chelsea have invested in them and trusted them. Um, it's I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, this kind of form continues into next season and the seasons to come. But yeah, it's been incredible. I I'm, I'm feel very like safe and secure that both teams are in good hands right now. Hopefully we can sort of sustain this for the long run. That's when it'll count. I'll also go with Emma Hayes here because oh. I don't even know if Tuchel will be there after four years. After what <laughs> it has been. I, I, so I mean, I'll, 10 years. I'll I'll really the, I mean, 10 years to be the AB manager Chelsea got on here. So that's actually a long time. So yeah. yeah that's <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully Tuchel <laughs> might survive. Even yeah, if he has two or three, I'll be like proud. But let's just hope. Uh, yeah, yeah, happy. More I mean, than happy. I mean, I'm... Uh, currently, I'm in absolute love with Thomas Tuchel. Emma Hesto is the god woman, you know. Mm. She's been there such a long time. So, always like associate Chelsea woman, you know, now Mate, you think about Emma Hayes. So, that's how like yeah. uh, she, she really? is Chelsea, like, you know, proper, she's proper Chelsea is the term for her. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming on, uh, Radha, taking your time out uh, in your very busy schedule, which you put up on your Twitter as well. Uh. Uh, check out her Twitter. <laughs> check out some all links description. Mein hoga, by the way, she talks ball. Jo hai, uh, check everything out. Yeah, thank you once again for coming on. Thanks a lot. Radha, you could you could tell us where we can find you on social media. Yeah, absolutely. Firstly, thank you for having me on. I my busy schedule only involves talking about Chelsea, so I'm pretty much sorted and very happy with that. Um, just for everyone listening. Uh, you know, hopefully you guys after this conversation want to tune into the Champions League final. You can watch that on UEFA.tv. Um, there's a free stream there. Unfortunately, um, 
you know, regular channels do not pick up these, uh, the women's games at least until now. Hopefully that will change soon. So definitely tune in there. You guys can put the links and all in your description as well. Uh, as for me, you can find me at Radha Gupta on Twitter and my page that I run is called She Talks Ball. It's on YouTube. It's on Twitter, Instagram. It's also on One Football now. If you follow, if you have the app or the website, we are creating video content there as well. And yeah, you can catch me there. And yeah, I'm always up for a good chat about Chelsea women, especially because I think it's important to create content um, on the women's team as well. And um, that'll just, you know, encourage more fans to join, to watch. And yeah, we can just grow the, the fan base of the women's side as well. So yeah, thank you for having me on. This has been a great chat. Yeah, yeah. thanks to you as well. Like we learned a lot about women's football now. I'm, I'm really going to sh- uh, start watching each and every match of the WSL and the UWCL next year, next season. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and one football. If you're listening, uh, we we won't mind you sponsoring. Okay, start me. Dal denge. Wo sab, wo sab dalte And yeah, thanks for listening, others. Again, if one if one football uh, sponsors us, I, I I swear every week podcast aega. Uh, no issues. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening and stay safe, stay home, uh, take care of yourselves, and. Uh, Yeah, goodbye. We'll be back for another episode, yeah. Soon, this time. Pretty for sure. sure. For sure.